9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Montreal's favorite podcast, the Go Plug Yourself podcast. Uh, It's the annual Cult Montreal Best of Montreal Readers poll going on right now, and we would really appreciate it if you would kindly head over to Cult Montreal and vote for Go Plug Yourself as your favorite Montreal podcast. On this week's episode, we have... Tyler Lemko and Kayla DeLeon, uh, who are two of the funniest people in Montreal, um, and so it's only fitting that they now have a podcast together. It's called Make-A-Wish, and you guessed it, they have guests on who talk about their wishes. Uh, we also talk about Big Brother Canada, uh, jury duty, running for mayor, and Tyler honestly provides one of the grossest answers to one of our five questions during the five questions seg- segment. All this and more on Go Plug Yourself. Enjoy the show, and go plug yourself. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. So what is, what is the, is there one? If you have one, what's the deadliest sin of the Lemco edition? Um, murder. Murder. <laughs> Murder's not a sin though. Murder is a crime, right? Like, well, it's also a sin. It can be a sin. No, it's not. It takes someone's life. I it remember. should be a sin. Not, not in the seven deadly ones. Yeah, exactly. Oh the com- commandments are like laws. Sins are like uh, inspiration for crime right like you don't your murder isn't a deadly sin but wrath is presumably right. yeah. like so yeah so like the ten commandments are laws i don't know i live i have four rules i think there's there's no rape there's no murder there's no um uh there's no snitching <laughs> and, and nothing in my veins and and no <laughs> and no standing on the left side of the elevator really? of the escalator <laughs> Escalator. escalator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. escalator. That's, that should be punishable. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> if you I, start clogging that thing, I wanted to. The Sarah and I have routinely been like trying to figure out if there's a standard for which side of the which sidewalk you should walk on when there's sidewalks on both sides of the street, which is like particularly pertinent in COVID, because you're just like yeah. you see someone walking at you at the street and you're like, oh no. <laughs> And I was like, can we all agree either we walk with traffic or against traffic and or whatever, whatever the rule is. Yeah, I feel very- like you would walk. I feel like it would be with traffic. Like if, if it's like a two way street and you yeah. go, then you're going this way on the same way that the cars are driving. Yeah. I, uh, so. But then what if you need to reach a building that's halfway down the block in the opposite direction you need to walk? Do you need to jaywalk in the middle of the block? Or no, you, you have, have to cross show, the like, crosswalk and double back. Discon- yeah. And you have to like walk. Yeah, you have to do a U E. You have to do a U turn, a legal U turn. No, what you have to do is you have to go a block past it. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. That yeah. side of the street. Yeah, the legal U turn. Yeah. We were we were walking the dog across the the bridge on Charlevoix last weekend, and there was like a lady who was like pushing one of those double wide strollers, like so like a double kid, like two kids. It was the entire sidewalk. And then, like, she just, like, comes at us and isn't, like, slowing down. And we're, like, we're on a bridge. And she's, like, like ah. And I was, like, she was, like, very upset at us. And we were walking with traffic. Me. And on top of that, too, it's, like, the dog kind of gets scared on bridges in general. So she's, like, panicking all of a sudden that, like, the bridge routine has been thrown off. And this woman's just picking up the entire it. thing. 
Yes, that was Zelda. She also just I uh, camera. I lost my cool a couple weeks ago. I had an experience like that where I'm walking down the street and this like older lady's walking towards me. And so I pick a side. I figure like we're, we're walking towards each other. You either go right or left and the other person does the opposite. So I go left and she stays in the middle to the point where like <laughs> when, we, when we cross paths, I had to like sidestep her and like step in some mud. And then she scoffed at me for like not moving enough. And that's when I, like in the moment I turned around and I yelled at her and I said, we live in a society. <laughs> I think the rule should be as if you were driving to always take your right, like stick to your right and then pass people through the left. And then that way there would never be that kind of like, oh, which, oh, do you, I, you know, like just yeah. take your right. Well, that's when, like, well, what about when you're heading in the same direction at each other? That's what I mean. You each take always your right, which yeah. is like, you, yeah. you know, like she would take your left and her right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we looked, we looked it up once and apparently you're supposed to, if there's, no sidewalk you're supposed to walk into traffic you're so, which it feels very counterintuitive but then like seems a little safer no, so you can see, so you can yeah, see yeah, the like cars you... coming at you exactly that's it and it's good for your uh, dexterity and motor skills to really duck and dodge yeah i yeah. used to as a child <laughs> have like insane visions of like I, I grew up in the suburbs and every time like a car was coming i was like imagine if this car just wanted to hit me and I would have like, I would come up with like escape plans. Like I was like, how quickly could I put, like if all of a sudden this car that's driving at me was like, I'm gonna run over Keith. How quickly could I, my plan that I developed was how quickly could I put a tree or a post between me and the car? So it's like in my head, I'm like Spider-Man or whatever. And I'm like gonna like just jump gonna and run roll. Be behind a tree. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, you gotta get a running start and then you just jump onto the car and then like jump it. That back. was always that was always the worst worst right. case scenario. The worst case scenario was always like at least jump because if you get like knocked over, I feel it's not like a hundred percent kill. Like whereas getting knocked under is you're done. So yes. it's like, like if you can't get a tree between you you're and the good. car that's decided to murder you, <laughs> try I, to I jump as high as you can. I feel like I could lean my weight into my shoulder and do some real damage. <laughs> <laughs> just. But is that, is that is the goal to survive then, or is the goal to just do as much damage as possible on the way out? Just be like, huh. yeah. The goal is to get like a is to get like a memorial like taped <laughs> to the nearest tree. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't care as long as I get whoever gets me. I'm <laughs> so in, in that case, you should try to like like jump and try to like cannonball through the windshield. Like, is like the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jump and just like duck up cannonball and try to get through the windshield to do maximum yeah. damage to the driver but yeah I this is the, this is the kind of stuff that ran through my head while i was walking the dog in the suburbs growing up i was like every car could just drive at you i don't have no idea why that was a yeah i wish crossed my mind i wish a car would rush up on me yeah right i dare <laughs> it <laughs> i will fuck up a car but you yeah. almost got hit. oh my god you'd be like hitting a moose tyler like yeah i know <laughs> feel that that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, I almost got um, hit by a car the other day. Like I was walking, I had my earbuds in and I was walking to get pizza and then I was about to like cross a two-way street and I saw another car was coming and then I, it was like, oh, it was pretty far. So I was going to like run. But as soon as like, I just like took the first step and there was like this car that just stopped like literally right, <laughs> right, in, right beside me. And so, I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I just so backed away. You kind of ran in front of a car. I, I ran in front <laughs> of a car. Yeah. I almost got murked. I was going to die. 
Yeah, no, I, cars terrify me, <laughs> just in general. Like, yeah, I was actually, was I was messaging cool. Kayla about that like this week, where on a bike, like just I used to oh, bike yeah. into work, and just like biking in general, you realize cars are are just complete murder machines. But then biking in rush hour is even more, where you're just like people who are just like you see someone like texting and eating a bagel while they're driving, and because you're on a bike, you're kind of like up, so you can kind of see like into the car. So you have like a full view of the complete lack of awareness of the driver, like who's like doing like three things while they're driving. And I was like, this person isn't paying attention to me on a bicycle. And that yeah. fight is me losing badly. That's <laughs> why I always bike with a baseball bat. <laughs> Amanda has this theory that also like driving while wearing a mask is making people drive like wild. Like it's somehow like, it's like just enough in their visual field or something that's like, it, it's, it's distracting. So we've been like, whenever like we're on the road in her car and we notice someone like driving, like really just like doing some wild shit. Like when we pass them, we check to see if they're wearing a mask. And most of the time they are. I wow. think there is something psychological that happens wearing a mask <laughs> where I find I have like significantly less wherewithal. Like, like if you, just like my ears aren't covered, my eyes aren't covered, but like you could sneak up on me easier if I'm wearing a mask. Like, because it's taking up a lot of your senses. Like you're breathing it in a bit, and you can smell it. Like the, especially those surgical ones, like mm -hmm. they have a weird smell to them, and like you can see it, like just under you. You know, like it's yeah. just kind of like when you can sort of see your nose, like if you just acknowledge that your nose is in your field of, field yeah. of vision. So yeah. I also yeah. feel like people are, when they're wearing their mask, they're driving faster because they're in a rush to get home and take their mask off. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get why most people have their masks on. Like, it's like you're alone in your car, but you don't need yeah. to be wearing this. Like, anyway. It's so weird. we weirdly, for one week, <laughs> the, the laws changed literally this week. But for one week, there was a rule where if you were working you and inside you had to have a mask even if you were by yourself and it extended to like truckers and stuff which honestly would blow my mind if i was a trucker like especially like a, uh, where i work at cn there if anything you do illegal it's like it's union demerits even so it's like it's not even like where the boss could be like oh who cares it's not a big deal but it's like yeah if you get caught doing something because it's unionized there'd be like a demerit associated with it can you imagine like you're like i'm a trucker i'm going to be by myself in a truck cab which is my truck for like hours yeah for eight, yeah, hours yeah, hours yeah. You can still piss in a jug but you got to wear a mask <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, that's I was it gonna I was say, like, there are a lot of things that truckers do that yeah. i feel like are not union approved like oh, yeah but exactly but oh. if you get caught it's serious business <laughs> the, like, <laughs> But yeah, that's it. So anyway. there was one week where you were, where it was, you had to have a mask on if you were doing driving. And I, and I think that they, they did it for um, like, it also applied for like Uber drivers and stuff and even like Uber Eats and or DoorDash or whatever. So that Probably. kind of, there's like a logic. Cause that guy. Could, I, don't, like, I don't get the Uber Eats, but I mean, I guess they're the, kind of the same cars, but I guess that kind of makes sense. Cause you, you still have people like coming into your car, like strangers coming into or your car. Or even your building. If you're doing Uber Eats, I get like deliveries where people rarely wear masks. Mm. You have delivery men who don't wear masks. I have never. Yeah. Most. All my delivery sure? guys wear masks and I wear a mask no. to meet them too. Yeah, <laughs> I've been doing mostly meet them outside. So then if yeah. they're not wearing a mask, it doesn't because I'm like, oh, we're outside. And like, I'm, I, for my own sanity, assume that if they had come all the way to like 
the inside of the building they would have put one on but like probably not right yeah. i don't know yeah yeah we usually like there's like four um, flights of stairs to get up to my place but sometimes like i'll buzz the guy in and be like leave it on the stairs which is like it feels very <laughs> impersonal but it also feels safer like leave it down there like calling down yeah. Yeah. they're not in this for the personal connection either so i think it's fine <laughs> tried to do like you, you, there's an option where you can do contactless delivery and they leave it at the door but like three times in a row i guess the delivery person just didn't see that instruction so i felt awful because i just left someone standing there for like two minutes waiting for them to leave it and so i just started meeting them again <laughs> <laughs> i also like we've had food taken from our doorstep which is like also crummy so, That's yeah. yeah well because we live across the street from uh like a park uh where yeah. where teenagers hang out which is <laughs> no but like it, it's I, I would have done the same thing like i was a jackass like 15 or 16 year old if i saw like a, a delivery person like without even buzzing like just like put a bag yeah. of food i'd be like yo guys <laughs> yeah 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 go quick yeah. just like run up and grab it i was a shitty teenager <laughs> so i don't i don't necessarily like fault them like I do, but I'm just like, yeah, you're just an idiot teenager. You're not like, they, they're not Your thinking. Your brain isn't cooked yet. <laughs> exactly. That's it. They're still marinating. <laughs> um, all right, kids. I'm really enjoying all this banter, but can we uh, get recording? Because I got to. We've been recording this whole time. This is the show. What? This is, the, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> we're at the end. Oh we're, about, we're about to do the plugs. <laughs> You've done this show enough, Ines, to know. I know, but I thought I didn't hear you say you were going to start recording or anything. You were fixing your mic for 25 minutes. You <laughs> were just bantering while you mid, like, fixed no, it. No, this is, this is A+. This is COVID podcast. Go plug yourself. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm sorry. I was just Look, like, "This is really great," but let's fucking get going. Yeah, hanging no, out with the people I, I know and like is like, the worst. We've only been chatting. I don't mind. I like if anything, like this whole time, I was like, "Oh, this should be part of the podcast." Why aren't we recording it? That's all I wanted was like for the record button to get pressed. You can see it though. Where? Oh, down there. Okay, it's like hidden by my. It's hidden by my like menu at the bottom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is the show. Uh, welcome, Ines, as co-host. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Tyler Lemko and Madame uh, Kayleon joining us. <laughs> on... Yeah, no one got introduced even. Like, what? Like, how am I the one who? But like, I, I, I've done so. I record now. Uh, I've done for about I think a year, a year and a half. I record a separate intro after I record, so I, I feel less self conscious about introducing the guest because I say to the listeners who the guest is beforehand. So oh, okay, listen. like true podcasters who you can tell are doing. Like, yeah, I'm like our guest this week, like, sir. Tyler yeah. Lemko and Kayla Dion, <laughs> internet personalities. <laughs> I only exist online. Exactly, that's it. Uh, yeah, this is the this. I was thinking about this. This this is the saddest podcast because at this point, we so this so one no because I was like when we had <laughs> Kayla on last was our Christmas episode and we were talking about her being on Big Brother Canada like it was a done. Oh deal. yeah. <laughs> So I was like, well, yeah, because we are like live in a reality where that makes sense. <laughs> and apparently the producers of Big Brother live in some separate stupid reality where gonna... all of those other idiots are better than Kayla. Come on. Yeah. I and, feel like and now you have something to plug, though. Exactly. Yeah, I have something to plug. Yeah. Other than other yeah, than Big so... Brother aspirations. Yeah, I was so shit faced on that last podcast that we did. I was pretty wasted too. I was, uh, yeah, I had like, I, I just had like a bottle of CC next to me in that podcast. Oh, and I was just like, I ate a lot of cookies on camera. <laughs> Super high. And then, yeah. 
What? That's fine. It was like a Christmas special. You, Tyler, yeah. you made a face for CC. That was no. You don't like. I, you I don't like a ride. No, I'm just picturing you like taking sips out of a bottle all night long. No, no, no. <laughs> I was pouring it in a glass. <laughs> but then there was a certain point where I ran out of ice, so I was just drinking it neat. But it was still in a. Okay. Yeah. So I was just picturing it like you had like a, a bindle next to you in a, <laughs> yeah. a in an empty train car. It's like one of the fun hats. Yeah. That have the two beer cans on the side. Yeah. But it was just this, this one bottle. <laughs> the big bottle of rye. Yeah. No, so that's it. So uh sadly, I haven't watched a single episode of Big Brother Canada. It hasn't uh Do you usually watch Big Brother Canada? We've been hit or miss with it. Like we watched the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then we realized that watching two seasons of Big Brother in a year was too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> It's Dude. fucking a lot. So I'm like 25 this year. Oh yeah, I watched like a bunch. I binge watched a bunch. Yeah, I've, and like uh, the year I think I got the most into Big Brother was a year where I was traveling a bunch for work, and that was the year where I was like, we were watching it pretty much live, and that was the first year where I was like, I'm gonna watch the feeds and like watch the like the super just like the the unedited cameras of just people, and yeah. I was like. Just staring well, at them like insane versions. You should catch up and then tune in to me and Kayla's podcast about Big Brother. <laughs> and hosted like hosted by Max Pitt. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> his podcast. We just show up and do it. Is it but it, I, I feel so bad because it really is like mostly like just like a conversation between us two, and then he just chimes in. Yeah, and then I don't even promo it. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this podcast, Big Brother. Is it good though? Because everybody like. So there's a lot of when I read the the meta on Big Brother, they're like Canada has more twists. Is apparently the oh, like, it's a great season. Yeah, just in yeah. general though, like apparently Big I, Brother Canada has more twists. Is the, I like the I like the Canadian version. It's like always been a lot more diverse. Yeah. Than, than the American one. And then also, like, I don't know, I just feel like they're a lot more, I don't know what the word to describe it is, but, like, they're just, like, the, the people that they have on the, the U.S. seasons are, like, not necessarily boring, but it's, like, it's almost like those seasons are, like, even meaner. Like, the Canadian seasons are a lot funner. Yeah. I feel there's the also a, like... a lot more drama. Yeah, I feel that also, and I don't know if it's just the, it's probably just the editing and stuff where I was like, I find that the seasons of Big Brother Canada show a lot more of them like partying. And you're like, oh, this, this seems like a good time. Whereas like Amer the American edits is always just the backstabbing and stuff. Like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, that's what I like about the, the Canadian seasons too, is like there's always like a secret mission that two house guests have to go on where they like secretly, like they have to get, like throw a party for everyone without real without the rest of the house knowing it's like yeah. a secret or whatever which i think it's pretty wholesome yeah. <laughs> I, I also always feel that uh watching big brother america is very like reasons not to live in america <laughs> you know where like i think they're the the get like the guests are always like so and this is just blanket statement against the country of 300 million people but like they're very american you know, you know yeah. where you're just sort of like i was like oh this looks like a bummer whereas like if i watch bb can i'm like i could hang with these people like i feel they're overall yeah, exactly. like a group yeah, of people Beth, am i right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've, 
Uh, Ines, just real quick, since we haven't spoke in a real long time, is this your first like heavy binge into reality TV? Uh, n not really. Like of this sort of reality TV, yes. But I've been watching like Drag Race for a few years now, like pretty like and dedicatedly. Too, right? And I think yeah. And I was gonna say, and then other like, but I like barely consider that like in this. Like if you say like you like like reality TV, and you're talking about things like Big Brother or The Bachelor or like. I don't know, like that, like the very like North American brand of, of reality yeah. TV. Whereas I like watching like like eight like you know like accountants from London like learn how to bake cupcakes and like everyone's like really nice to each other and there's like no aspect of like drama. the drama or like whatever that is. It's just like it happens to be real people, but it's like hardly like yeah. I was gonna say yeah. both, both letters reality TV, you know, yeah. like but Drag Race is that, and I do like that a lot. But also I was yeah. gonna say, but like Drag Race and Bake Off. Oh, sorry, Dad. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, Drag Race and Bake Off. There's also like, there's like a a a goal kind of, you know, like like you're like you're putting together either like a dish or a performance, you know, as yeah. opposed to just being like winning. <laughs> you know, yeah, like and exactly. I was thinking about that actually when watching Big Brother because like a lot of the contestants get like really emotional about being there, and they're like, "This is what I'm fighting for," and I'm like, "What are you fighting?" Like, I get that there's like a cash prize, and I get that that's motivation, and I get that you think the game is fun. Big but like, if you're a drag queen and you go on Drag Race, you're advancing your career, you're yeah. showcasing your art, you're creating opportunities for yourself. Same if you're like, say, say an accountant, and you would like, like, you're an amateur baker, but you would like to get going mm -hmm. with like with baking like this is like a good way to learn and to like get yourself out there but like something like big brother like it doesn't there's it has no correlation to like your real life like aspirations or anything unless maybe you want to be like a social media like person kind you know yeah. what i mean there's no real like this is what i'm fighting for this is the reason i'm not seeing my kids for like three months <laughs> like it's like what this what what like what do you like, not, it's fine that they're on there but it's just like weird to me that there's like they act like it has some kind of like yeah you know yeah. like well, i just don't get like it's intangible to me what they feel they are fighting for you know well, like when they, when they talk about being like a good player it's always like oh they were just like they were just friendly like sneaky, <laughs> yeah like oh you have social skills is that like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your social game is not strong you're just nice I feel like yeah. I've off I've, I've I've said this a bunch having like watching the seasons or whatever that I was like there'd be a certain point guaranteed like after a month where like at least once a day I would scream in someone's face like this is a game what are you doing like why are you <laughs> like, yeah like why, why is everybody you, taking this so seriously I would love that the stakes are that high you know like <laughs> it would just be like a regular occurrence for me I would just like hit my wits end and just be like what are you yeah. this is a game why are you crying like I'm I'm That's sorry <laughs> Like, I don't yeah. want to diminish your emotional experience, but I'm like, this is the equivalent of someone buying a property in Monopoly. Like, this is what yeah. we're actually <laughs> talking about here. <laughs> like, but although there's like so many other, I mean, it all, it is all still like reality TV based, but like a lot of people who play Big Brother then go on to like play other reality show yeah. games. Like, for example, there's this one called The Challenge, which is like, like Big Brother mixed with like Amazing Race mixed with like Fear Factor type thing. Like it's a bunch of like it's those kinds of like they put on a ton of reality stars, right? Yeah, like, like it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like there isn't things that can come from this, especially because like you are just getting broadcast to a bunch of people. Like all sorts of things can come from that. I just mean there isn't like a concrete link between like what you walk into that competition being and showing of yourself and what like you want to get out of it. And, you know what I mean? It isn't like or people just want the money. Like but also yeah, yeah, like, which is fine again, like prize money. But that's like different than being like I'm here fighting for this. Like you know, other than the prize money, like they. Actually 
back like the competition and it's i don't know i'd like it's not even critical it's just like a thing that i can't quite like yeah i think on the same like level that i understand what like who what i'm cheering for who i'm cheering for in like drag race or like a baking competition you know like because it's more tangible to be like good at a skill rather like big brother there's nothing tangible yeah you have to have like memory and you have to have like some athletic ability <laughs> and you have to be like personable but there's no like fitted inside a box like yeah i think realistically and even you at have that to point, be as we're seeing this season like you might not need to do be any of those things like if you can kind of like just like talk enough about how you're that kind of person like the the boys they haven't like won anything other than last week and like they kept be you know what i mean like the way that they advanced or like they didn't actually like display any of those skills and they made it really far in the game and they like gate like and they control the whole house so there isn't even like oh i am the strongest or i am the smartest or i have the best memory that's where the no, social it, comes in yeah it was like one, one could argue that like the real skill is being a sociopath <laughs> like yes <Yeah. laughs> like, like that's, that's the victoria <laughs> yeah <laughs> And reality TV is a real blanket statement because it could be like everything from baking shows to like San Quentin prison riots. And that's all just reality TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which that's is it. why I definitely think like, and it might've been defined by someone, but I think most of us kind of intuitively understand like what like capital letters reality television is, which is why I say, even though I like bake off, I wouldn't consider that like that makes me a reality TV person. Like mm -hmm. truly yeah. drag race is the only thing sort of in that sphere that I enjoy because there's, I think like we all understand the kind of shows that fall under that category, even though like, yeah, any live feed of anything could be reality TV, but that's not like reality TV. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. That's it. Like, I mean, like, like drag race, you can tune into any episode and still get like a fun drag show at the end without knowing the characters or whatever else like you're like oh cool i'm watching a performance and i can catch up to it whereas like if you tune into like a random wednesday of big brother you're like what is this this is nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i had to have so many things explained to me for like four weeks before i had any idea what was happening because there's like reality tv which is just following people around and like mm -hmm. telling people's lives and then there's reality competitions where there's yeah. like cooking shows and survivor and like different competitions and i feel like big brother is the one that like sits in the middle well that it and survivor living a life because there's an isolation element right like so it's like big brother and survivor i feel are the two where yeah. you're like you're cut off from the real world and you're just competing, but what you're doing in the competition is not a skill. It's just right. it only exists in the world of the show. How about <laughs> The Bachelor? Same thing with The Bachelor. Though. Oh yeah, they're like, isolated. It's like barely too. even like connected to like real life, like flirting, romancing, like yeah. you those, know, like seducing, like. But those are still competitions in the sense that everyone's a competitor getting slowly eliminated. Whereas when I think reality TV, I'm thinking like. Real Keeping Housewives, Kardashians. Kardashians, Jersey Shore, like just right, people. right, right. Like these are just characters you like you watch as if they were yeah. a TV show, but it's just yeah. not scripted. But then it's kind of scripted, yeah, yeah. Scripted yeah. and very edited, yeah. That, I think that's yeah. that's the that's the reality TV that I think is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> but I think like what like still sort of like even the competitive ones that are very much of like what I call the sort of like North American vibe, even though then like Big Brother exists in the UK and then Drag Race also and there's Big Brother Brazil, but I think sort of where it came from is that sort of like really prioritizing like the drama, you know? And like, you know that they wanna like, they they're, they film for like 24 hours a day or like eight hours, like however long they're filming and then they decide what to cut and you can tell what is like prioritized and it's usually like, you know, whereas like, 
I'm sure on the bake off, there's moments when someone has like a breakdown and like calls like Sue Ann and the other like on the other bench like a cunt and then like throws her like batter into the sink. <laughs> but they edit that out. Like that isn't what they're yeah. there for. Like they're there to like to show you like someone like really nailing their crust and then getting like a like a nice handshake. You know, like it's like very like a very different goal of what you're trying to capture people like showing of themselves, kind of. Well, right. I often think about that when watching Big Brother because, like you said, it's like. 24 hours a day, seven days a week of multiple camera angles, multiple conversations, people in different rooms. Like it's a crazy amount of content that they have mm-hmm. and they could probably realistically edit it in a, a 10,000 different ways to make yeah. these people look different. Mm-hmm. And they probably, whoever sits and edits that show probably has to keep in mind like, okay, I'm looking for clips where uh, Jetson's acting really like alpha and I'm looking for clips where, uh, you know, Brayden's being funny and like he's mm-hmm. Whoever's editing is probably just looking for these things. Especially when there's like confessional elements or like the diary room or whatever and how you cut those because you can, if you insert that in a different moment, it can mean something else entirely. Like if on Drag Race, they got, like they have a drag queen in the confessional being like, God, what was she thinking? You know, and they put that right after someone's like runway, then it's you, you've made that person insult that other person's style. But maybe they were just talking about like, yeah. oh, she said or really, she like farted really loud or whatever. Like they have no control over their own narratives. Like anything yeah. they say yeah. can be like, inserted where it's most convenient to create this like story of like animosity or of like bitterness or whatever they want. Right. I know, I know in big brother they do, first of all, they like, they heavily, heavily, heavily bait the interviews in the diary room. Like just like, just in terms of like, they'll, they'll just like pepper you with the same question worded slightly different to try to get like the reaction. So if they decide that like, Oh, you're the, you're the shitty alpha bro. They're going to just like, keep peppering you with like similar questions until you get a weird alpha bro answer, even if you're not Mm -hmm. feeling that way. Like a lot of, I've heard like interviews and stuff with like former big brothers. They're like, yeah, the diary room can be like exhausting. Like, cause sometimes it's, yeah, you just get to go and and ramble and do whatever. But sometimes they're like, they're hitting you looking for the soundbite and there's just nothing you can do. You have to sit there for an hour and just get like, hammered by questions by a producer and you're like this is like, awesome. just tell us what you want us to say yeah. then just well, tell so us yeah. what you want us to say i know a girl who was a contestant on uh, bachelor canada mm-hmm. and uh she's like a really like bubbly big personality and i guess she came off like a little intense on the first night and was like hugging everybody and being all like loud and friendly and overly friendly and uh the producers told her they wanted to like play up the crazy yeah and she was like what the f-? like no and so she got eliminated the first night because she like refused to play along. Yeah, no, there, there's yeah, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Like uh, we know someone that was on uh, Inked, the the tattoo one, and mm-hmm. like just arbitrarily, and she was like, and they because they did they do all the filming on that like way in advance, like where it's like they'll they'll film the whole season and then cut it and then release it. So she's like, she filmed it essentially like forgot about it, and then in the edit that came out, they essentially was like, she's the bad guy, and she was like, what the fuck <laughs> like she was sad. like and then a lot of people like even people in her shop were like you were a real like bitch on the show and she's like what are you even saying and it's like, yeah, yeah exactly that's it like you follow around someone for long enough and like you take you take like the five minutes a day where they're haven't had their coffee yet and you only use that and you're like whoa this person's a huge yeah. jerk and you're like mm-hmm. yeah so anyway so you guys have a reality tv podcast but ostensibly <laughs> tyler's not on that <laughs> No. <laughs> I filled in once. Filled in yeah. once. Well, it was it, it really is an hours. There's this guy, Max Pitt, and he's like a francophone comedian and mm-hmm. he has this like podcast like conglomerate kind of like he just hosts a podcast and he has different like 
spinoffs of it. And I guess he like he's always commented on Big Brother like celebrity Quebec or whatever. And I guess I don't I don't know if this is the first year, but he reached out to Kayla to do this Big Brother Canada and then they wanted someone who didn't know anything about it. And that's me. So (laughs) yeah. We've been doing really great. You're always asking questions and you always have something to say. And you I feel like you you've got like a a really good understanding of the game that is Big Brother. <laughs> have, have you been have you been like sucked into it because that happened when we watched so there was a year a couple years ago during Oshiaga where Sarah's cousin came and we were <clears throat> every night we, we were basically we were in the middle of catching up towards Big Brother so it was like we'd go to Oshiaga all day and then like come home at night and then watch like two or three episodes of Oshiaga of Oshiaga of Big Brother, <laughs> Big Brother. then like wake up watch another episode of Big Brother while we're like having breakfast and stuff then go to Oshiaga and do that so we like we powered through like half a season so it was like a, just the blur of Oshiaga and Big Brother and that's also all we were talking about at Oshiaga yeah. yeah. like yeah. I like that <laughs> I mean, it was a weekend but that's it but she had never watched it before and she got like really sucked in because she was like I didn't know I was watching a weird social experiment. And she's like, and I just feel bad for these people, but I'm also very compelled to keep watching. I think at first I mostly felt bad for them. Like I thought it was all like really like psychotic, like the things that they would like, that they were like doing. And like, I really hate all the, like all the product placement and whatever. Like I hate Uh, that this was like named after the supposedly like socialist, like dystopia, like book. And then it's actually the most capitalistic, like it's just the most disgusting capitalistic dystopia ever. But like, they all have to be like "Mm, Wendy's before they can like read the letter (laughs) their mom sent them. It's like all very bad. And I was like, this is messed up. But then like once I got like, yeah, now I'm like really like looking forward to the next thing to come out because I want to know what what has happened. But I think that would happen every season. Like I think at the beginning, it's all like you don't know who's who and like people are kind of figuring themselves out on top of me not really knowing the show. But like now it's like now things are happening. Now there's like stakes I can kind of understand more. So I'm like I am like on the edge of my seat to some extent. And I am enjoying breaking it down, but, um, but I, I also think it's like a really weird show. Like I still sometimes think like, I can't believe you two wanted to be on it. Like I just cannot get my, I still like, think that'd be good. I think Tyler, really was good it? Tyler is so confusing. He's like, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. But we were like watching a, like the finale of a season once. And like, they had all the house guests, all the evicted house guests, like standing really close to each other, like for whatever, like just like in the audience. And he's like, oh, they have to stand that close to each other. I leave. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that does it for you. That's. Yeah. I'd leave. (laughs) I think both of you would be really good on it. And I would love to watch you on it. And same with like um, James McGee. Like I want the people who I know that want to be on it to be on it. But I cannot (laughs) understand why you want to be on it. Like it doesn't seem even a just, little bit I feel worth like it, it just would just be fine yeah it seems like a challenge i just want to sit in the hot tub, <laughs> <laughs> the hot hot tub. tub. <laughs> i'll brush up on my pool skills yeah yeah i i don't know yeah. I, I i feel that i would be really scared of like who i'd become <laughs> me too <laughs> but i think i'd just let it out because like that's the one place that you can right like that's all the game that's like part of the game right yeah yeah but i, I, I I'm more so fascinated in just like a, a, an extended isolation with a group of people that you don't know seems really fascinating from like a psychological perspective. Yeah. So this like is that. my take on Big Brother. 
as to why it terrifies me is I actually did jury duty <laughs> and I was sequestered with a jury. <laughs> oh, like, like a real, like a law jury. jury and just being like trapped in a room with like 12 people who are like from different walk. Like you, first of all, you don't realize how similar the bubble of people around you are. Like you take that for granted. You're like, yeah, the people that I surround myself with and talk with are people that I like and we have similar worldview and whatever else. And, that, and that's kind of how the world is. And then you're like, oh no, there's people outside of my bubble who are on completely different wavelengths and you're going to disagree with them like fundamentally about how the world works. And yeah. now you're like, come to an agreement about the guilt of someone. And you're like, what? Like, and just that, that single-handed experience was like, put me off of the notion of being like, now do that for three months. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, dude, like doing that for like, uh, we were, we did deliberation for like two or three days where you're fully sequestered. And that was, I was like, there was a, there was a moment I will I always re remember this moment. It's like seared into my life where I like, I just sat down in the corner, like with like, it's a table. It's the it's, first of all, this is sequestered jury duty is the worst thing in the world. It's literally a table with 12 seats on it in a windowless room. And the room is not much bigger than the table. And they're like, decide guilty or innocent. Here you go. <laughs> and I was like, you know what would have changed it is if you were sponsored by Sunline Detergent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that really would have put a spin on it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, but there was like just a moment where I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't understand how any of you think any of this. I just like, I sat down on the floor in the corner for I think like two hours. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was like, I just disconnected so utterly <laughs> from like the actual like goal of deliberation that I was like, just, I was like, whatever you guys want, I don't care. And just like sat, <laughs> sat down and like, this is supposed to be the like most. I'm sure that's what the point, what the plaintiff wants to hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> whatever, man, just sit down. But yeah, exactly. Like I shut down because I was like, I was just on the, felt like not everybody, but just felt like there were some people on the jury that were like from another planet and that I was just supposed to like, you're supposed to come to a unanimous agreement about this it was yeah. insane like it's the weirdest thing and then yeah big brother just seems yeah they should make a reality show about jury, jury duty <laughs> just jury duty was it interesting the case yeah it was the duck case i have i not told you this <laughs> i was like how would i have it was if you remember the lady that stopped her car on the highway uh, oh my god amanda was just telling me about this i like... was the jury <laughs> And, and you guys were like, she can go. No, we didn't. Oh, no? Uh, Is that not what her, happened? We found her guilty. Wait, of what? What did she do? She so, stopped to let it. Oh, sorry. You tell the story. Yeah, exactly. I, I went through weeks of, <laughs> weeks of jury of jury duty to do this. So the whole deal was she stopped her car in the left lane of the highway to try to, like, shoo some ducks away. And because she was just parked in the left lane, uh, a motorcycle ran into it uh, like a guy and a guy and his daughter died like by just plowing into a car especially it goes on like a bend it goes on like a curve so you're on like a, you're coming around the curve going highway speed on a motorcycle and there's a car parked in the left lane so yeah. the rule or the and we found her guilty of was involuntary uh involuntary manslaughter which is like or, or yeah criminal negligence involuntary manslaughter something like that where it was like all we had to prove was was it negligent and you're like, it was. There's no argument against should, it. What was she supposed to do? Kill the ducks? Well, no, but like she yeah, was supposed Tyler. to maybe pull over on the right side of the road on the shoulder yeah. and not in the left lane, which is the fast lane of the highway. Like if you're, you know, like, like that was it. It's like it, it's, it sucks. And that, that's the thing is like and when they when they got into it, 
and like they have the judge and whatever, like reading you all this terminology is that the like legal definition of negligence doesn't require intent. Mm-hmm. So like, as soon as like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Oh, guilty then. Yeah. <laughs> like, like pretty much if I'm like, if we're Goes going back, back to most laws, you know, <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, if we're here to like play the game and like, if enough, uh, like of the words are satisfied, she's guilty. I was like, Oh, if negligence doesn't imply intent, then she was negligent. Like it yeah. sucks. Like I don't, like at no point was I like, she's a bad person, you know? But yeah. I was like, no, she made a, people were like, yeah, she made a mistake. And that's like, was basically the prosecution thing. And I was like, I'm not arguing. I was like, it sucks. Like it absolutely sucks. But it was like, was it an avoidable mistake? Pretty are easy. You to, are you allowed to share what she got for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's all public. Like uh, what the sentence was, it was, I think, I want to say 90 days or something like that of uh, jail time, but to be served on weekends. So like she would just she would just go check in. Yeah, basically. And I was like, yeah, that seems fine. I'm like, you lose your weekends for a year. Like I was like, that seems like a reasonable punishment, like oddly, you know, like. Sucks. Oh yeah, and I think oh. not allowed to drive anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and she's honestly, yeah, exactly. Like, she gets her license if, taken away. And honestly, if I suddenly like was just unreachable on weekends, and I just had like somewhere to go be alone, <laughs> I don't think I'd hate that that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. I uh, can't come to this. Well, thing. listen, nothing's stopping you from going and parking on the left lane of a highway. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and then and I don't know. Like the last I heard, like she was like appealing it, and they I think appealed it up to somewhere. They might be. It's it's still in appeals, and this was like five years ago. I mean, oh, whatever. But yeah, okay. it absolutely sucks. And I was like, and personally, like I said, I didn't think that the the sentencing was that bad. Like I was yeah. like, because like, that, that was one of the things where I was like, apparently, and again, they reiterate this to you a whole bunch. Is they were like, as a j- member of the jury, we don't at least, and I think in some states you do, like in some states you also need to like recommend a punishment. Like, I think, I think in certain states, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like if you're, if you're doing weekend stints, it's not like a toothbrush shank kind of prison. Oh, for sure. No, it's like, it's some blue collar, not not blue collar, like white collar prison or whatever, like minimum security, I'm sure. But yeah, but that's what they, at least in the Canadian jury system is they're like, there's no sentencing involved. Right. Like it's just like like, say guilty or not guilty, say guilty or not guilty. And even the judge was like, listen, like the role of leniency falls to the court. Right. Where it's like you can be found guilty and get time served or whatever the hell. Like it's just like that's not your problem as the jury member, like for whatever it was. It was it was a weird experience. It was kind of cool. Like overall, I was like that was I was also like not to say glad. But like, like we were talking to the the bailiff guy and the bailiff guy was like, you guys are, he's like, people died. So I don't want to like diminish that whatsoever. But he's like most, a lot of jury duty ends up being for like corporate, like grand larceny crimes and stuff where you're just like, it's just like weeks of listening to accountants talk about Excel sheets. And he's like, you can't even get your head around it. Like this is like at least a tangible thing to pay attention to. So you can like understand the parameters of the crime. Like I was like, yeah, that again, I don't, wish ill upon but i was like this is something well, that i can like <laughs> damn it that's, that's the thing that's i was cool. trying not to say <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because i could just only imagine like sitting there but people are just like talking about like tax evasion <laughs> you know and you're just like 
Oh, this is really hard to follow. Or like in the spring of 2017, Tyler like put this much money in this account. Then his mother or whatever. You're like, whatever. What am I even watching here? This is this is really hard to pay attention to. And that is, I will say, real hard to pay attention to. Just like experts go over things in detail for like hours on end, just in general. I feel like there's some types of like crimes that should not be judged by a jury of your peers when it like comes to things that are so specialized that like, like, you know, they might not even understand it. I think like basically the ones that violate the basic commandments, like, should, <laughs> like if we're deciding sort of like as part of our society or like how like you behave morally towards your fellow citizens, but not if it like has to do with like how you mismanaged a company or whatever, like who, yeah, like, yeah. why would I understand or even care about that? Like, yeah. or what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When were you, I don't know. At least bring an expert to know what they're talking about in yeah. that field. Well, that, well, that's the, then that's what they have to do. Right. So they often bring in someone to like interpret it or whatever. Also hot tip. If you want to skip it. Duck expert. That's why they got you. That's right. Yeah, everyone knows my long uh, term fascinating. I've watched all seasons of Duck Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a Mighty Ducks tattoo. Exactly. That's it. From the the first Mighty Ducks logo from the movie, not the one, not the goalie mask one, the duck holding yeah. the hockey stick one. It's uh, just a Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Full life. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a full back piece of Emilio Estevez <laughs> in, in the Mighty Ducks jersey. And that's why I got jury duty. I would be like, although like I said, hot tip, if you ever want to skip out jury duty. Uh, so there's all these like, pay, everybody like, so once you get picked, this was actually, I think my favorite part of the whole process. Once you get picked, you go and like, you you sit up in the jury box, but then you get to see everybody else. So like, I think I was juror number seven. So you get to sit there and I got to see juror number like eight through 12 get like selected. So I get to see like people come up and then like explain why they can't do it. And then the judge say, that's not a good excuse. And then the two, like the prosecutor and the defense attorney then have, they have a certain number of like buys or whatever, where they can be like, no, not you. And then they don't take you if they want to, which is a really weird process. Cause sometimes you're like, just someone comes in and they're like, yes. And then someone who's like very similar comes in. They're like, no. And like, and they don't have any reason. I think they get like four or five. And I was like, this is like a weird, like draft system. There, there is the crux of this reality show. I want to watch that. Yeah. Like exactly. Watch the, jury watch, the judges, selection. watch the judges be like, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. So, and the one, the, the hot tip, if you want to get out of jury duty, like I was like up and down, he was like, he said, I'm a law abiding anarchist and I don't believe in the sanctity of this court. And they were like, anyway, you don't do jury duty. Goodbye. <laughs> I think there's a lot of things you can say. Like if you yeah. if you go in there on like a cab type of speech, you probably don't get picked either. Yeah. And I know they have like some really messed up things about like if you could be biased towards the results. So I know on like a lot of like um like racially motivated crimes in mm -hmm. like the United States, I remember sometimes them like turning away all like black jurors because they could be biased in favor of the victim. Yeah. And I'm like, what about all the white jurors? Yeah. Like, what about yeah, um, no, so that, like, that... Well, shit like that? Because like in that understanding of like white people are just any normal person and black people are like favoring the victim. Like they're not just like, you know, it's yeah, anyway. no, it's insane. That, that process is the weirdest thing to watch. And like I said, and then there's the whole weird buy thing where it's like, even if you like fulfill and the judge is like, you're, you're an acceptable juror. One of the lawyers can just be like, I said, they only get four or five of them total. And they can be like, Nope, for whatever reason, because they have their like profile of what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, I would be you're age or you're like, whatever. Yeah, you know. exactly. 
I tried. I tried to get out of it. I said that I had a friend who died in a car accident, and they were like, and then the the judge was like, "Do you think that so would?" What, imp- bitch? Well, but like the and it was just one of those things too. Like it is very scary. Like as much as you might have like a plan, like you're sitting there in court and a judge is asking you questions, and they're they're like, and the judge was like, "Do you think that would like make you like impaired in like calling the thing?" And I was like. No, I guess not. And then she's like, okay, then you're fine. And I was like, damn it. I was like, I should have lied. <laughs> but I was like, there's like this lady in a robe on this like pedestal up in front of you. And she's like, higher. And you're like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm very intimidated. What's my duty? Because I would come in with a boombox with the Space Jam theme song on <laughs> and just you know, make a mess in there. (laughs) (laughs) But like you walk out, you put the boombox down, you press play, you leave. So then you can make the entrance to it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spinning with my arms out. Yeah. Holding sparklers. Go ahead. Ask me what you want. (laughs) Getting some pyro, just holding sparklers and spinning around. Just like, yeah. 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 Oh man. Uh, (laughs) Before we wish. Yeah, before we get to five questions, you guys do a podcast at eleven <laughs> eleven. Yeah, so I so the, the, hey, what do you use to host this? What do I use to host this? You're just gonna talk shop. Uh, I use Acast as a podcast hoster, but I okay. also um, I've using WordPress. We code our own RSS feeds, so we can submit our RSS feeds to like okay, all okay. the all the ones. Yeah. So like I. <laughs> I need to know. I need to learn more about this because, yeah, we are, we are, we do have a podcast. I have a podcast now. Yay! Um, I before. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that downloadable though, or is it only watchable on YouTube? That's what I think. What your big brother, big brother one? Wow. I feel like it's only on YouTube. But yeah, um, yeah, we have a podcast. It's called the the Eleven Eleven Make a Wish Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Make a Wish Podcast. I posted a graphic on Twitter and I just put the IG handle as Make a Wish, and I'm like, that's not, <laughs> They're not affiliated. We're <laughs> not affiliated. I mean, if yeah, if any kids want to like show up, do some stuff, like uh, you know, meet people, go zero percent satisfaction guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the Make a Wish podcast on Instagram, and from there you could click the link in our bio and see where all the places you could listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, who was it? Somebody asked. Uh, somebody asked if we were affiliated with the Make a Wish Foundation, and I was Ooh. like, "Yeah, I'm the guy who puts down the kids." <laughs> oh, wow. oh, Alex! Jeez. <laughs> okay, next question. When am I gonna be on it? Oh shit. <laughs> Whenever um, we don't, we have a. Re- when should we record another? Let's do like next weekend, sure. sometime next weekend. Okay. I realize we can also do them. When yeah, we're we not can do together. Them remotely, yeah. So. Yeah. So Never. and and the premise is uh, come on the show and talk about your wishes. Yeah, it's yeah. eleven eleven, so everyone gets to make their wish, and then some episodes are like ten minutes if we don't have much to say, and some have gone for like ninety plus because. <laughs> There's a lot of wishing to be I made. I cut a lot. So far, I've been cutting a lot out because, I don't know, I feel like I the, the first um, round of recording that we did, we, <laughs> we were, were drinking, and then like I just kept getting drunker and drunker, yeah. and then I was like, I am oversharing now. Do you, do you cut them down to be 11 minutes, 11 seconds, exactly? We should. Like, no matter where it is in the episode, it just, just ends. Just cuts <laughs> off. Yeah, I think that'd be funny. And there's like a twinkle sound effect. Bring. 
and it's over yeah. like no matter what <laughs> and then and then it's tyler whispering into the mic wish accomplished <laughs> Oh my god, that's good. I like that. End. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's like. Yeah. We don't. I mean, we don't edit this one, and we've been going on for like. This will be like ten years. I want to say in August that we've been doing this like crazy people, and, and like they've I, learned nothing. They've changed nothing. <laughs> that's not true. We got rid of Walter. We brought in multiple other. <laughs> I remember doing a doing one. What bar was it? Grumpy's. It's always Grumpy's, baby. That's yeah. Um, I remember. Must have been like 2015. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Like you had just gotten back, I think, from California, like recently. Oh, you did it for like, for like the. You did it for Lazy Boys, no? Eating garbage? No. I forget. I think yeah. I think it was after because I had met Walter doing Lazy Boys. Yeah. I think it was right after that. But you were no. Then I think you came on again when you were running from mayor. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) doing the press tour for the mayor you should do that again and then yeah and honestly like not to toot my own horn but everywhere i go lately people keep shouting that no like you gotta you gotta do it again we need you and like i don't know i feel like there would be some momentum if i did it now but (laughs) good ideas do it do it do it i can't can't believe that we're gonna have a coder versus laplante again Plant, plant. The whole uh, the reason I'm hesitant to do it I, is I would, sorry, like, sorry. there's no like places to go. It would all have to be digital, which removes the fun from being like a ridiculous candidate because I can't just show up places and be like the uh, the third option. I have to do it all digitally. But would you? Would you yeah, but then are, you get to be ridiculous like digitally, which is so yeah. many more options. And I do probably have like a did an edge when it comes to creating stuff digitally over Denny Coderre and Valerie. <laughs> yeah, you can like edit yourself to be like a head attached to a to a turducken, you know, or yeah. something. Yeah, that works <laughs> with the Space Jam well, <laughs> background. If you guys watch the GameStop stuff, uh, when uh, when Deep Fucking Value was on, take giving his statement was like the greatest thing. Where he's just like he's just there, and the only thing in the background is like the, the Hang In There Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> so he just has like one poster on his wall of the Hang In There Kitty, and he's just like giving his deposition before the Supreme Court of America about the GameStop like thing. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you're the best. That's like I was like, you can't get two. And then and and he also said, I like the stock. In his statement, he's like, "It's a good stock. I like the stock." And I was like, without even like a hint of irony, no, no smile. I was like, "This guy's a legend for that." You're like, you know, the the reason I know that this is all just a simulation gone awry. Uh, a few days ago, Walter bought cryptocurrency, and I helped him get Dogecoin. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, it's all over. Now. It's all over. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great transition to the five questions. <laughs> so, okay. So just to wrap it up, make a, make a wish podcast on Instagram. And then I guess that'll get filled out as you um, explore, exactly. explore distribution we're, to other we're channels. We're for sure available on Spotify and Google, Google podcasts. Yeah. We're figuring out iTunes. Yeah. yeah. iTunes is tricksy. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a little more, it used to be Spotify. Spotify used to be the most selective. Like it was mm. really complicated to get on Spotify like four or five years ago. Like yeah. they were like, submit this and then like write a brief description. But like, I was like, well, I already have a description in the thing. They're like, no, like for us. <laughs> I was like, for like whoever, like, it really seemed like some individual was like screening the form. And I was like, this is, should just be a computer's job. There's 10 million podcasts. Like, what are you talking about? 
but yeah. yeah, now now I think iTunes is probably the trickiest. So five questions. Uh, Ines, do you remember any of them? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no? No. I remember like how the last two work. Okay. In, like, in concept. Okay, but I don't, don't remember, actually remember the, the questions. of any of them. Okay, I'm going to message them to you on okay. uh, Facebook. Uh, so okay. the first question is... What do your thoughts sound like? Uh, pizza. No. Mac and cheese. No. Fried chicken. No. All day long? Yeah, basically. Uh, mine's just a tumbleweed. <laughs> a tie-dye tumbleweed. Yeah. His thoughts are like... Doo -doo 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 -doo. It's, it's one of those monkeys of the symbols. <laughs> She's getting, so how does ordering food go when you're, if you guys are hanging out, if you're just sort of like, you're just having random thoughts about food and then there's just a tumbleweed, do you always just... Usually just happen. get whatever Kayla wants. I guess so. Yeah, what usually but, happens to me asking Kayla, what do you want to eat? And then Kayla saying, I don't know. And then me closing the app. And then 15 minutes later asking again. And then the same <laughs> thing happens. And then we don't end up eating. Oh, no. <laughs> we get a lot of adamos when I'm here. Because it's so close by, and it's the best. I agree. Like, do you guys hear your thoughts? Like, you hear a voice actually speaking. Um, so I read that like, it's like a like some people don't like twenty percent don't or something. Or something. I think that's supposed to be like the actually the the point of that question, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's to see what you, how you it guys, goes. Do you hear your I I do. I hear like a voice. Yeah, I don't really hear them, but I like more like read them. Ooh, you not read, read them. but like it's like the same thing. Like when I read, it's like I don't that voice that when you read because when you read, do you hear a voice? No, interesting. I I, I hear a voice. Yeah, when I yeah. read, there's a very soothing like. I'm, voice. I'm thinking. I'm like, is there a voice? Maybe I don't listen to it. Maybe I'm not paying atten good enough no, attention. No, I think you're one of the people who doesn't like who like who doesn't like like yeah. your thoughts don't form in that way. I think I hear a voice when I think. I can't really remember whether I hear a voice when I read, honestly. But when I think, I do. I like I'll have like I end up attributing and like what we're just reading i like attribute like a narrator voice depending on the book like if it's like an old-timey book it's like read by a british lady like usually and i'm just sort of like oh, that, that's how that's how it goes you read in character that's cool it, it, yeah, exactly just the narrator i'm just sort of like oh this sounds like someone like whatever I, like i'm trying to remember like game of thrones was like read in like the entire the entirety of the book was read in like trailer guy voice like to me uh, now the only one that I relate to on that is whenever I read Bukowski, I hear him. <laughs> and Hunter S. Thompson, I hear both of them. Similar voice. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, definitely. I could see Hunter S. I hear Hunter when I read Hunter. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. Do like, you, uh, you ever do that thing when you're reading and then you realize that you've read like three paragraphs that you just didn't pay attention to? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you have to go back. Sarah just started reading. Uh, Sarah just started reading *Handmaid's Tale*, and apparently, like, there's just like something because it's like *Handmaid's Tale* is like very stream of consciousness, mm -hmm. and she was like, "I keep reading it, and because it's so stream of consciousness, she's like, I just start thinking, and like, but my eyes still keep going." But she's like, "I'm just like, I'm in the the narrator's thoughts, which encourages her to just have her own thoughts." And then she's like, oh, "I just read two pages, and it's gone." Like, she's like, "I need to need to backtrack because she's like, it's just such like stream of consciousness prose yeah. that she's yeah. like, I'll just." go off on my own thoughts at the same time. You know what I've been reading lately? There's like a 
pile over here I take notes on where I don't, I haven't like read a book in months, but I just print out quotes from like different interesting people I find. And it's everywhere from like, you know, like early century philosophers to like, there's like weird Al Yankovic quotes too. <laughs> um, I just have like hundreds of printed out pages of quotes that I've been, that's all I've been reading. Nonstop quotes. Quotepedia. Yeah. Uh, next question, Ines, would you do okay. the honors? Uh, what was your favorite thing to eat as a child? I have a gross one. Do you have a good one? I have a good one that I still very much enjoy eating. Yeah. I pretty much enjoy, I was a really picky eater as a kid, so I would only eat like a handful of things. But on that list was Ichiban Instant Ramen. Still the number one instant ramen that you could possibly get. Ichiban Sapporo, that's the brand. And like, I fucking like love, I still love Spam. Spam, yeah. eggs and rice. Weirdo. <laughs> no, that's delicious. You're getting out of, get out of here. <laughs> Oh, but but a weird a we the weird thing about the egg was I liked like my eggs um over easy, but I didn't like eating the white, so I would just drain all the yolk out, and then when I was finished with it, my my grandpa would eat it. <laughs> just so wait, you okay. just ate, you just ate the yellow. Yeah, <laughs> that's very weird. I mean, it's the best part of the egg. Let's yeah. the the white part is just there to hold that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a yolk container. Completely. It, it's there to keep you humble, you know? Um, Tyler, what was your gross thing you liked to eat as a child? Well, when I was a kid, I was a really picky eater. And I would say, like, probably a solid four nights, five nights a week from age, like, five to 13, 14, I would just have... I the cottage cheese. I, had a, I would have a bowl of cottage <laughs> cheese and applesauce mixed together. Oh, no. Like, oh, nothing, like, no textural <laughs> elements whatsoever. Yeah. Eating, sweet. Like, sweet puke. <laughs> it's exactly sweet puke. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so gnarly. That is really weird. But was there, like, a... Were, were you just, like, I like this? Or were you, like, there's, like, a purpose? Because, like, I know, like, a buddy of mine tried to go, like, post food and like make his own soylent and stuff and that was his like i'm just gonna remove eating and gain time in my day and i was like, <laughs> like time for what right time yeah. what if not enjoy your food right i was <laughs> like you're you're denying yourself so much pleasure of eating and having good food and now you're like and i have more time for like world of warcraft or whatever the fuck <laughs> I stand by the cottage cheese and applesauce. It's a good. It's a good thing. Do you, still, do you ever eat it still? Have you eaten I, it since? I don't because the cottage cheese uh, will destroy me now. But <laughs> oh no! Oh, he he <laughs> Yesterday he ate a whole medium cheese pizza by yeah. himself. So I don't know why he's pretending like he doesn't eat cheese. Well, it's not at the cottage. <laughs> I, I don't say I don't eat it. I just pay for it. <laughs> if I'm gonna eat cheese and pay for it, I'm gonna use that on a pizza, not some sort of cottage cheese and applesauce meal. Monstrosity. Yeah, <laughs> we agree that it sucks I'll as a meal. Um, okay, Keith, I'm gonna yeah. need you to go look at the message I sent you and then ask them the question. But I, when it's my turn again, I have no idea what that says. So what? <laughs> Read that person's question and tell me if it makes any sense. Oh. It should just say spicy. Oh, it's a it's yeah. I'll explain it. You can do question three because this has like some setup. Okay, okay. What is the best or worst thing about growing up? Getting hit by my dad. Jeez. Oh, 
Wait, that was the best or worst? That was the definitely oh. the worst. <laughs> and then the best was um I mean it was best or worst, so you didn't have to go worst. <laughs> okay, Tyler. Um. <laughs> Oh I'm gonna say what's the best and worst thing of growing up? Best or you don't even need to say worst if you don't oh. want to. Oh sorry. <laughs> I I miss the days of like like you know, you remember when you're just like, I'm gonna just go outside and play and like who knows what there is to play outside, but I'm just gonna go be outside for like ten hours and not have anything in my pockets and just like <laughs> The day of being outside having fun. I didn't have a single day like that in my entire life. Not as a child, at least. I've had days more like that as an adult than I ever did as a child. I was one of those children who was very much just waiting around to be an adult. You know, I found like no particular joy out of like the like, oh, like I'm so unencumbered by responsibility or whatever. I was just like, I have no agency. I can't buy myself any snacks. Like six-year-old and asked me like, I'm so unencumbered here. I just imagine you just like knitting and cooking and just waiting for a dog. <laughs> like, or just like Ines sitting uh, alone on the playground, reading a book, watching like the kids play around her like pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. Literally. They're like, hey, hey, Ines, do you want to come and like and play catch? And she's like, why? <laughs> just and why? get hit. Get hit in the face. But that's it. Like you were saying, uh, like when when you talked about Tyler, like just like heading out and not necessarily having a plan or whatever, and then yeah, like just, no money for, and then tying into Ines, no money for snacks. I remember just like literally like going out with my buddies and being like, oh yeah, there was like a beer league baseball game at the park near us, so we're gonna go under the bleachers and like gather up all the cans, so we're gonna get some money for snacks. And like this is like like hours of work or whatever to get like $3 to then buy your own candy. And you're like, we did it. And like, no one can stop us from eating. And at the time, like three, $4 worth of candy is way too much candy for like two kids. <laughs> so yeah. then you're just like children getting sick on candy that they bought themselves with like can money. Yeah. Like, yeah. That Whereas was now just grab my money, go meet Kayla, buy some food, chill in the park. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the know. childhood. That's the childhood we always needed. <laughs> Yeah, someone had like someone basically uh, said that like the best and worst part of growing up or whatever was like money, like it's the same thing. Like, like you're just sort of, like, yeah, like like a as an adult not needing it, and then like and as a kid or like as an adult not having it, and as a kid not having it. Yeah. You know, like it's like the same. When yeah. you're a kid, you don't know that you need it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. But you still don't have like the money for like freedom to do whatever you want. And then as an adult, you can do whatever you want, but they're still like, oh, everything costs money. Like, it's just... The, yeah, like you, and it's you like, spend most of your time trying to earn it, so... Yeah, which is the worst. Uh, so, yeah, so so the clarification on question four, question four comes from Amy Blackmore. Uh, can I explain the how it works? Because this part I do know. Okay. Can I explain the, the question concept five. of it? You want to talk about question five? Question four. Okay, yeah, so the fifth question that every guest gets asked is, what question do you want to ask the next guest yeah so then oh. the fourth question you get asked is the one that the previous people asked you right and then uh, this person asked a frankly stupid question i don't know who you are <laughs> Amy Blackboard, but i hate you oh, oh my god so much shame so <laughs> well, then, and, and somehow ness never got a fringe show in montreal that's just <laughs> Ooh, don't plug yourself does not share the same views <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
She's the fringe director, by the way, for the Montreal Fringe Festival. Okay, well, I am a big fan of your work, but not of your <laughs> But not of your question. Yeah, this, it, it came up in a weird way. But, I mean, you guys are foodies, so it's not the worst, which was if you're a spicy... I'm not a foodie. What do you mean? I'm a, I'm a world-famous chef. <laughs> I mean, this is honestly if... the if, Like, oh, anyway, in, in the world where Tyler is a foodie, I guess this question makes sense. Go ahead. <laughs> It's a condiment-related question, though. So it was like using foodie in a very like <laughs> loose, very loose way. Condiments, but so her question was because apparently, like her and her, I was going to say boyfriend, I think husband have started buying a lot of like making their own and buying a lot of spicy mayonnaise. Ooh. So either like taking a hot sauce and putting it in mayonnaise to make their own spicy mayonnaise, or buying prepackaged spicy mayonnaise so her question was what kind of spicy mayonnaise would you be so it's more it's more about what type of hot sauce would you blend with mayonnaise and then ascribe it to yourself hi Zelda um I don't know I have you ever thought of spicy mayonnaises as being different enough to warrant like classification? To me, it's just like there's not spicy mayonnaise and then yeah. spicy mayonnaise, right? That's, that's spicy mayonnaise is just spicy mayonnaise. I yeah. like. I think like I prefer like an aioli or something, yeah. or like maybe like a sriracha mixed with. Yeah, I'm just picking Asian stuff mixed with like koopy mayo or something. But that's it. Like you could put like like I've seen like weird barbecue sauce mayonnaise that could be like a spicy mayonnaise. That's not spicy though. Some people think yeah, barbecue I sauce is spicy. They're wrong. Between like spicy and having flavor. If we were a wrestling tag team, we'd be right? spicy mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 Sriracha mayonnaise is a good answer, I think. Uh, like nothing, nothing too crazy. You can yeah. put it on anything. You can eat it. Like on a nice like a breakfast sandwich, but like with spam, spam and <laughs> eggs and like cheese and, and then sriracha like a, mayo. That'd be yeah, sriracha mayo. I, I like just like a single piece of lettuce to keep the bread from getting soggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's what it's just the only thing it's there for. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's, just the, it's like a bread condom. Uh huh. <laughs> that's what lettuce is. That's what condoms are for, also. Yeah. <laughs> Stop keeping the sauce. Awesome. Stopping awesome. bread from getting soggy. <laughs> Anyway, thirty percent mayonnaise, twenty percent hot sauce, ten percent orange juice, forty percent water. That's white. That's some white people shit. (laughs) That's a cocktail. That's like and a little Uh, splash of vodka. Yeah, it's like a bloody Caesar. It's just a bloody. I think okay, I, honestly, I'm sorry I got so heated. It's just that I understand. Listen, I've mixed many hot sauces with mayonnaise before, and it's always very good. But I always just think of that as spicy mayo, and I just yeah. get. I was just also it was phrased as spice mayo, so at first I was confused. Sorry, because I don't know how to. And, I know um, types of spicy mayo. I like spicy mayo. I just didn't know there's like. Yeah, like you- I wouldn't have thought of like yeah labeling them as like different types you know it's just whatever hot sauce is handy and then mayo you know yeah. like that i don't know but i guess you could go on like more spice you could go like a ghost pepper a habanero jalapeno like i feel like a jalapeno is gonna have that more like vinegary kind of taste in it there like 
I mean, listen, no, I acknowledge that there can be differences to different iterations <laughs> of spicy mayo. It's just like acting like there are pre-existing categories. Like, no, like if you were like, which beer question. do you like? Like, do you like IPAs or Bruce's? Like, that's not a thing that exists with spicy no, mayo. No, but it's a myth. You, know? you have to imagine yourself. You're like, I want to be a spicy mayo. What's my spice base for a mayonnaise? <laughs> I think that's the purpose of the question. Listen, I don't think we're going to waste too much more time talking. About I want one more hour on this topic. <laughs> Start recording, Keith. <laughs> the spicy mayonnaise comedy hour with Ines and I. Uh, and yeah, yeah, of course. So question five, moving on and not spending more time on that, is what question do you want to ask to our future guest without knowing who our future guest will be? Do we have to come up with one together? Uh, usually well, when we I have two know. guests, we've allowed multiple questions, but or sometimes we've had like A part, B part. So mm -hmm. you, you guys can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you could do time. like that improv game where one of you like asks the first half and then the other person just has to complete it with whatever they want. Like, what would you? And then Kayla just says, in it, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I think to keep it on, on, on the brand of plugging our podcast, if the next guest could wish could have one wish of like something that's not money or like a billion more wishes or more wishes. What would they wish for? <laughs> is that it? Tyler, is that on brand? Are you good with another that? It's pretty on brand. I could, you want another one, but I could, I think that's a good one. I think that's good. So what, is yeah. it basically like, what? so one wish, what would you wish for? And no money or more wishes. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, one word only. <laughs> one word. Without but, using words that start yeah. that has the letter A in it. <laughs> no vowels. Also, no, don't. World peace, don't. <laughs> this is a Miss America. World peace is yeah, a, is a I think, wishing cop out. I think on our, on our show, I think one episode I wished for equality and just got booed right out of the building. <laughs> But like equality for yourself, that's no in general. That's, and then, that's yeah. absurd. Pop <laughs> out. Uh, so okay, so I what what would you wish for? No money or more wishes? Are there more steps that you want in the actual more um, stipulations? I believe they said no vowels, one word only. And <laughs> that's just wow. just, although, if they can think of something, that would be amazing. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to limit them to one word only? Mm. I think that's too easy because they, yeah. they could just be like weed. <laughs> Pot. <laughs> weed. Not everyone's your answer. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Spam. Spam. Uh, no, I think it's Cotton better to cheese. Shit, oh. I can't wish for applesauce. I have, question. I have another question. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, ask the next guest what Ines and I should get for matching tattoos. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask them that. Well, because they'll totally know Kayla 100%. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Ines might not even be co-hosting the next one. <laughs> Ines might not be co-hosting. <laughs> just and don't give them any. Refuse to give them any background. Just say yeah. what matching tattoo should Ines and Kayla get. Yeah. The one detail you can give them is that it doesn't have to be literally identical. They just need to be like thematically linked. Complementary. Yeah. Exactly. I think you should yeah. get each other's astrological sign on each other. But like, like not. So everyone's gonna be like, "Is that your sign?" You're like, "No." 
This is actually, my friend's <laughs> when I was a when I was a little kid, me and uh, my best friend gifted each other l- little earrings with each other's astrological signs on it. So I still have them. They're like Aries for her. And then everyone would always ask me if I was an Aries, and I was like, no, but my best friend. It was like, oh, and it always like in those moments, like it seemed really people were like, oh, like they're like, why are you wearing that then? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who cares about me. I have a friend. <laughs> Okay, now I need it. What's the question? Is it, I mean, is it your tattoo question or is it your wish question? I'm trying to. You said multiple questions were allowed because there's two guests. No, but, but then both of them are Kayla's. Like, <laughs> Kayla's well, no, the both. wish one's now Tyler's. Yeah, Tyler will take authorship. Yeah. Ours is the wish one. I'll author the tattoo one. <laughs> oh my God. I'm putting it in. Just so what should Ines and Kayla's. The only information you're allowed to give is last names, <laughs> only upon request, nothing else. So I'm writing matching slash complimentary tattoos, B. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Ines, what, what's your wish, though? What's my wish? Yeah. Oh, well, no. I'm going to wait to be on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, Keith, you have to wait too. No wishing. I was gonna ask you guys, but I was like, no, nah, we'll save yeah, it. That's our show. I thought you were gonna steal the concept, man. I thought you were gonna, ask you guys, like, I was, you were gonna like I was gonna ask you guys, but then I was like, no, nah, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> 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 and then we'll make the call. <laughs> um, and I, 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 I go ahead, Ty. Well, given no other content context. Um, if some if if you if I were to just ask you, do you want some? What do you answer? I, I always say yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty default. Yeah, like I feel like the first thing I imagine is like someone's like pinky nail loaded coming at me. <laughs> exactly. That's why. <laughs> Although, uh, actually, actually, I was like, I would say yes, like ninety percent of the time, but. But again, with no context, because a lot of the time it's someone trying to pass me a joint, and I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm like, or you never know, someone might be, you know, wanting to fight you, trying to come on to you. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I feel like you always got to change your mind, so you might as well say yes, and yeah. then if it starts coming at you, be like, whoa, never mind, you know. Whereas if you say no, you'll never know. You'll never know. If we're in a dark, dingy bar, and that question is asked. I'm always saying yes. <laughs> But yeah, there, there's Listen, a- the sketchier the surroundings, the more in she's yeah. in. <laughs> the, yeah, but exactly. So you say like no context, but there's still like the tone, right? Like, no, no, it's a, it's a black screen with white writing, and that's it. It's a it text. Up- it's a text oh. from an unknown number. I don't know. That's us. Yeah, I think I would say no. I think like realistically, I would actually say no for like safety reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt like okay, you know, it's not like a hacker. <laughs> that's all you know about the person is they're not a hacker they don't have explicitly ill intent <laughs> no, that I can't guarantee <laughs> well then yeah always know because like all sorts of bad things could happen other than getting hacked yeah but all sorts of great things could happen too but I feel that like this is the equivalent of the like Nigerian prince being like I have a bunch of money do you want some and you're just like, yeah. yes oh wait now I need to give you my social insurance number damn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh so i think this was go plug yourself you guys thank you so much for doing this this really helped Thanks for having us. yeah <laughs> thank you Ines. i'm sorry for ruining the entire thing just the intro 
You're like, can this podcast start already? And I want to reiterate that it wasn't a comment on the content of our conversation, simply an assumption that recording had not started and that we were just shooting the shit, which I love doing, but you know. Record it. Show, it has to be recorded or, it, or else it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If the cameras aren't rolling, right, RuPaul? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show, at all you can go to uh, patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way it really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part we're really not trying to make a profit on this um and also if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show you can uh, contact us either on facebook or on twitter there's a bunch of ways to find us uh and uh, and let us know and if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out maybe you can be the next person who uh comes on the show and uh, plugs something a uh, big thank you as always to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show uh, Walter J. Ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening thank you for choosing Go Blog Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day Thank you. 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.